back to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is the Ticket Water Cooler brought to you by Colligan Water right here on the block on 93.7. The Ticket, myself and Big Sky rounding out the hour and patiently awaiting the presence of Eric Strickland, the longtime NBA vet and Husker Hall of Famer on the hardwood. So uh, we will see what uh, he has to bring today. We've got uh, plenty of stuff to run down. Of course, the NFL playoffs uh, will get his opinions on those. Before we get out of those here, I wanted to get the opinions of Big Sky as well and, and bring up some of the names that uh, that we're looking forward to seeing the most. I did want to bring this up too. Um, there's a, a couple things that I, I've seen just scroll, scrolling through my timeline. Uh, one being Oregon running back Travis Dye is off to USC. He was one of the bigger names now left in the portal. I think he just joined it a few weeks ago, um, but it'll be interesting to see uh, how many kind of proven players want to go out to USC. Uh, it's uh, it's certainly going to be a hot landing spot with Lincoln Riley out there. We'll see if uh, Caleb Williams follows uh, him out there. That's still kind of the big domino left to fall out of the transfer portal. Uh, and it was it was very hot for a while there. Now it's just got, I guess, time passes long enough. We're all just kind of waiting to see where Caleb Williams goes. But um, there's going to be a, a lot of uh, really good quarterbacks, as I was bringing up the other day. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, um, you know, you can kind of go on down the line. Caleb Williams, a lot of re- returning quarterbacks that we know this offseason, which uh, will lead us from maybe uh, overhyping Sam Howell again <laughs> or among those names um, as we go into this next uh, college football season. There's there's guys we know, so we don't have to reach. Well, I think it was Spencer Rattler that got the hype. Oh, yeah, that's true. He was a, he was like the Heisman favorite going into the season. He gets benched before they play the sixth game. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that it'll be interesting to see where Caleb Williams ends up. Latest in the rumor mill is that he uh, his father is brokering a deal. They're, they're in negotiations. Well, I bet they are. With a Oklahoma booster on a multi-million dollar deal that will uh, return Caleb Williams to uh, Oklahoma. And if you're Dylan Gabriel, how irritated would you be if that happened? <laughs> yeah. You've already you've already tra- you already transferred to UCLA, then transferred to Oklahoma, and now now you're you think you have you're locked in at Oklahoma for this semester at least. You burned your one-time transfer to go to Oklahoma, and then they're just going to bring the guy back. Yeah, and obviously they were going after Chuba Purdy as well. Um, and uh, I think there was another name that I saw out there that they – so it, it, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Dylan Gabriel is kind of just in a weird position where I think I think Oklahoma's looking for competition regardless. I, I, um, I think Casey Thompson Gabriel. was uh, – I, I believe Casey he was, Thompson yeah. was also considering Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah, and so I don't know. And, or maybe they just don't trust Dylan Gabriel, <laughs> which would be fair enough because uh, he's kind of been jumping all over where he wants to go as well. So. Well, struggled with injury at UCF, but was a uh, very talented group of five quarterbacks. So I don't think you need to if, – if, if Dylan Gabriel is your quarterback going into week one next year as a Sooners fan, I don't think you need to be concerned until he proves t- that there should be concerned. I think he's an upgrade over whatever Spencer, Spencer Rattler was last year. Definitely a downgrade from Caleb Williams, but not a not a massive downgrade. He did. He, I mean, he was in the Heisman voting his his uh, freshman yeah. year. I don't think he got like tenth, but still very talented quarterback. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm excited to see him play at the Power Five level and see kind of how that changes. Of course, just kind of injury riddled career to a degree, so um, that's always something you kind of worry about. And maybe they, that's why Oklahoma wants a backup plan just in case, or you know, the best plan is Caleb Williams. So, and that, that's what I figured too with this portal is that they were going um, eventually. You know, we, we're not going to see all the the money that people get. Sometimes it's it's given in, in different ways, um, but I I feel like Caleb Williams is the 
a big enough name kind of in this first go round of the transfer portal um, to maybe get the, the double up the Quinn Ewers money, right? Is, is the, the one million that Quinn Ewers got to go to Ohio State. He's off. If you haven't, if you missed uh, Tate Martell, who used to be the next uh, golden arm, uh, ended up retiring from football altogether. Um, so those things don't always turn out. But uh, I, I think, you know, with Caleb Williams, obviously it's way different from Quinn Ewers, who is just a, a guy fresh out of high school, hasn't taken D1 snap. Caleb Williams is, you know, if he would have played uh, the first half of the season, he might be the Heisman winner. I mean, he'd, he'd be right up there. So um, very proven uh, and <laughs> And so I'm assuming wherever he lands, and maybe that's what's taking so long, is every day the offers get bigger from around the country, and you just go, well, yeah, we'll wait another day and see what see what people tell us tomorrow. Yeah, I, f- I feel like he's just trying to wait it out for the biggest offer possible, and then when they think that there's if there's no getting bigger than XYZ offer, they'll go with it. But I believe I saw Eastern Michigan. Uh, they had a donor that backed up the Brinks truck to Caleb Williams and said, <laughs> "We'll give you 1.4 to be a EMU Eagle." And I, I don't, I don't think he was looking to go to Ypsilanti. Oh uh, yeah, didn't quite get it. Didn't quite work, but good for them. At least they, uh, at least they know when to bring the money out. <laughs> yeah, I, where's the Nebraska donor with that kind of money? That's what I'm asking. Let's get Caleb Williams in the Scarlet and Cream. Well, we still got to convince Warren Buffett. That's been the problem for years. Is Warren Buffett could easily. Uh, help out quite a bit, but uh, he's never been too interested in help, helping out the program. Well, isn't he a Jasker? I don't know. I'm not sure where his allegiances lie. I just know he's I, he doesn't seem to be too much of a Husker football guy. Maybe he's just not a sports guy. Yeah, he might not be. I know Ndamukong Sue kind of made a little friendship with him, and Ndamukong Sue now like, tweets out tips on wealth and stuff. <laughs> Maybe we could get Ndamukong Sue as a booster. Well, he already did give enough money for the the strength uh, or the workout room, I should say. Now they're building a new one, and I'm kind of upset. I hope that they still call it the Namakazu weight room because, like, he didn't wait too long for that. He he got his money, his rookie deal, and he said, yeah, you're, you can have a bunch of it for your weight room. So we got to continue that, and he's, like, one of the most notable names, obviously, for Nebraska over the last 20 years. Well, I, I will say that that weight room was built for a specific roster size uh, in mind, and then our new coach, our current coach, came in and decided that he that roster size – would be, you know, not not ideal, and we're going to expand the walk-on program to get a, a bigger roster, and that's why we need the new facility. So it's understandable, because if you have, I, I think that at one point they said they had four different groups going into the weight room, I guess, mm. like scheduled. That's yeah. not really what you want as a football team. You kind of want everybody at there at the same time, get or offense at one time, defense at one time, not splitting the team into four quarters and having them work out. Maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> I would have to ask somebody that. I don't know how often a whole team would work out together. That, I mean, you could you could do that. Well, they also, just they also said that they uh, had guys who weren't able to dress out in the football locker room. They had to go to a different locker room. Yeah, that's dress. not good. But that's just expanding the walk-on program. I mean, that's mostly the walk-ons, right? Right, but you want you want everyone on. If you're on the football team, you need to be treated like you're on the football team. Well, hopefully, yeah. And this, obviously, this new addition is, is going to be hopefully state-of-the-art for a few years at least, right? I mean, that's I mean how you, it would hope, you would hope. I, I, I'm really glad uh, that they decided to do that because I got really tired of hearing about Northwestern's new facility right on the water. Oh, yeah, every time, it's every, beautiful. Every time we played Northwestern, it's like, hey, check out their sick facility. And, it just, and then they would talk about how Nebraska has got garbage facilities. And it's like, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, they have a nice facility in an awful home field <laughs> yeah it, it's who wants to go and be a forgotten college team in chicago when you could go be the only team in the state at nebraska with basically equivalent facilities the battle for nu continues <laughs> i also saw uh nebraska 
or, or a couple guys tweeting this out that Travis Fisher has signed through the 2023 season as well. He did not get a raise uh, as a few of the other guys did, but that means all of Nebraska's on-field assistants um, are signed through the 2023 season, and that's where it ends. So I guess that's the projected end date, <laughs> or at least as far as they want to uh, to have some dead money sitting out there, which is smart. Again, obviously we all can kind of see the writing on the wall, what this is this upcoming year has to pay off. If it doesn't, they're going to owe a little bit of money for the next season for all these contracts, but uh, that's to be expected. Uh, Sammy Kuhn said that's uh, $5.15 million this season for the 10 assistants, uh, which by his calculation is the highest paid Nebraska assistant coaching staff ever. Good news because... Well, because it's just a, a new year. I mean, that should change every year. Obviously, as we know, inflation and all the stuff yeah, moving yeah. up. Uh, you don't want to be paying them, you know, two thousand five fees. Or... Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what I. That's what I was going to say. I was, are we are we impressed that this is the highest paid coaching staff, or should it shouldn't it be expected that each subsequent staff is the highest paid staff? I mean, maybe maybe because they paid a little too much for the head man because they, he was a hot name when he was brought on. I would understand that, but yeah, I, I feel like we're going to continually see that routinely for the next 25 years. Unless you just get like an absolute home run like Bob Diaco, and you just have to put all the money in Bob Diaco's pockets. In yeah. a few years, it might take a few years to catch up to that. Things things that don't uh, don't go well in a sentence together, Bob Diaco and home run. <laughs> Real quick before you leave, Packers winning this weekend? What? Are the Packers winning this weekend? Absolutely. Uh, big, we already beat the big victory. We, the Packers already beat the 49ers this year. Jimmy's hurt. Nick Bosa just got cleared from concussion protocol, so he's a little banged up. Z is coming back. So Darius Smith activated off IR. Aaron has got a had an extra week to get its toe healthy. Pack, <laughs> packed by two t- two scores. Four, two scores. Two, it's gonna be 20, 31 to seventeen. Book it. Oh, I like I like the prediction. I hope it doesn't pay off because I want to see you <laughs> sad on Monday. No, I don't really care. Um, but uh, I do want them to lose in the NFC Championship game because that's my prediction every year for the Packers. Uh, that'll wrap it up for this segment. Uh, brought to you by Coligan water the ticket water cooler uh, brought to you by Coligan water coming up next is Eric Strickland is joining me on the block